you watch wrestling? You got to change it up on them, Vinny. You got to keep them on their toes. Yeah, God, you got to take them for a ride. Well, yeah. This is the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. Welcome, friends and foes, heels and baby faces. Well, hello there. I'm your wonderful darling, redheaded bearded host, Beyond the Matt McCarthy, with me. Always professional wrestling encyclopedia, Mr. Vince Averill. You got damn right, Maddie. What's up? Not much. Not much, dude. Not much. Not much. Everything and nothing. Everything and nothing. All at once. Another week in fucking paradise, huh? I was I was kind of thinking about everything and thinking about nothing. Then my mom walked in. I didn't even hear her. She started screaming my name. She's like, Mike, Mike, you're on drugs. And I'm like, no, <laughs> mom, just get me a Pepsi. Hmm. Welcome. We'll be in San Antonio this weekend. Hell yeah. We're gonna be, and we're going we're gonna to be in San Francisco. Well, we're going to be in San Jose. Then we're going to be in San Francisco. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, All the sands. Anyone who's going down to the Rumble, man, uh, I'm trying to, I think I have a line on a, on a joint that will be cool for us to hang out at for a little bit before the Rumble on Saturday. So um, stay tuned. Um I'll, meet up, greet up, meet up, yeah. greet up. We'll try to get it out as best we can where we're going to be kicking it. If meet them up, beat them up, smack them, whack them. All uh, in and around the old Alamo Dome. And also, Maddie, if if folks could, um, you know, so many people approach us in parking lots and the highways and the byways of America saying, God damn, I love that hat. Where'd you get the hat? What is that hat? Can I get one of those hats? Well, you fucking can. And so, uh, if you haven't, you should. And if you can just go ahead and pass that along, maybe someone compliments on you, you on your hat. Yeah. We watch wrestling podcast.bigcartel.com for the beautiful snapback in the current colorway of black and pink. Whether you're whether you assign that to the acclaimed, you assign that to Bret Hart, Owen Hart, the Anvil, whatever you want to do there. And then we still have a few of the stocking caps as well with a nice pom-pom on top. Winter ain't over. Don't fucking kid yourself. Don't be deluded. Jesus Christ. You see me? I'm in California. I'm in Los Angeles. I got a hat on. Not that hat, but. (laughs) 39 fucking degrees this morning. Would it kill me to put on a piece of the merch while we're recording? For fuck's sake. Maddie's got his sweatshirt on. Those are long gone. Thank you, everyone who bought one of those. That's right. And uh, I don't know if you saw Maddie, but just a little while before we started recording, Mm. uh, Time Warner fucking got their shit together mark briscoe is going to face jay lethal tomorrow night on dynamite in a tribute to his brother you gotta be shitting me i'm not shitting you wow so um that's that's the deal man so that'll be fucking sweet yeah um if y'all don't subscribe to the patreon we uh we spent a little time talking about jay briscoe last week on the point five uh, spent the rest of the time, at least I did, watching Briscoe Brothers matches leading up to today. When was the first time you saw them? Do you think? Um, it was. I'll have. To, I'd have to look. Um, because the first Ring of Honor show I ever went to 
was at the old basketball city, which was like a one of those like caterpillar kind of dome looking things that yeah. was over on um the Hudson River. Yeah. Um in early two thousand and six. Um, but I don't remember. I remember seeing Nigel McGinnis. I remember seeing um, Daniel. I don't. I don't remember if they were there or not. But if they were there, then I saw them there. Yeah. But if not, it was absolutely the next show at the New York, the New Yorker Hotel, in the like ballroom where the um, this isn't that show, but it's the same room where the Kobashi Samoa Joe took place because they ran that room for a little while before they finally ended up at the um, upstairs in the Manhattan Center where we would go. Yeah. Um, so er- early 2006, cause I, I was aware of ring of honor, but I don't know that I had seen any of it before. I, once I moved to New York, it was kind of like when I moved out here, it's like, okay, now I can go to this thing like PWG. Exactly. So like, yeah. As soon as I got to New York, I was like, okay, like w- when, when and how, you know? So, um, that would have had to have been the first time I saw them. Uh, cause, cause by the time you and I started hanging out in like, Oh seven, oh eight. It would have been oh eight, right? Because that's when we did Gotham, and that's when we finally like we knew each other. You had done Beauty Bar, we had crossed paths. I had done um, Max, uh, Max, yes, Max. I love Max. Um, Right, because 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 live at Gotham, I think you invited me over to watch Mania. That's when I yes, when I approached you, and I was feeling you out, and I believe. Your exact words to me were, "Hey, do you watch wrestling?" And you told me <laughs> because you know, um, you told me you like wrestling. I don't think I was completely, uh, for lack of a better term, out of the closet completely at that point. Absolutely not. Yeah, because um, I think it was that year when I went away on the the tour that you know, Pop and Greg were like, "What are these fucking newsletters that keep showing up here?" And I was like, "Don't just leave, don't touch them. Leave them alone." Just don't touch away. those. I, I'm what not going to, I'll handle that when I get back. Um, says I guess every, I must've been intercepting them in the mail, but, uh, uh, cause I also remember high. around that time I was yeah. at the McDonald's above the original right. UCB, when, which is um, now gone. Mike Lawrence and another guy whose name escapes me, uh, were like, I wasn't there with them, but I just noticed they were like, you know, handing each other back and forth, like Japanese videotapes, like right. wrestling tapes. And so I went over and we started talking and then some other comics arrived and I was like, guys, just so you know, I'm done talking about this now. I'm not talking about this anymore. Uh, <laughs> heavy stigma. But, um, and so, now yeah, look so then look at now. You, and I, <laughs> you and I watch mania together and then it's off to the races. We fucking, you know, um, I think it was probably not right away because I remember when I called you from my work about going to the great American bash, it wasn't like, Oh, this is a slam dunk. I was like, Oh, let me see if Matt wants to go to this. Right. Yeah. Um, so even that summer we hadn't like locked in. I feel like shortly after that, we, we, that's when we kind of locked in and then probably early in Oh nine is when I got you. Cause we were still kind of, you know, you, I don't know what, what the disconnect was. If I wasn't bringing it up or you weren't or whatever it was where you didn't, you still weren't going with me to ring of honor shows for a little no, while. You, no, you would had been bringing it up and I was resistant because I suppose it must have just been because um, I well all well if I'm being totally honest I can look back now it was just fear because 
the idea that there was wrestling happening and i think this is what what happens with most dudes who like only watch wwe and then immediately like well everything else sucks it's it's not that everything else sucks it's that and this is just i'm speaking for myself it's that i prided myself on being like i know everything about wrestling but the the idea that there's all this other wrestling that's been happening for like like a decade now yeah without me well if i don't know about it then it can't possibly be any good it's like a like a way of being defensive right so but i think i was also you and i hanging out was getting me back into the current wwe product mm-hmm. because i was almost by that point i was almost from like oh four till like oh seven or oh eight it was very casually maybe i'll watch monday night raw but like i'm collecting the dvds right like crazy well, i think the other thing that maybe isn't as true for you but but i think can also happen sometimes is it's like it's kind of overwhelming you're like i don't how am i exactly. gonna there's all yep. this now from what and i like i i know what this is and i know where to show up and i know how to get it and i don't like that was it you too. know and um, it was also i think i was i was like oh, i don't want to get sucked into more wrestling yeah because it is it's overwhelming yeah uh, but for me at the time and you know it continued on uh once you were there but like those were the fucking like the highlight of and i and as i said before like as soon as they said tickets were on sale for the next show they do it at that show yeah <laughs> seems kind of crappy now because you know you all all of a sudden i'm like okay whatever i gotta like you're missing the current show to get to the next show which is kind of counterintuitive but that's what you had to do you had to get down there yeah and i was like you know me dude tightest ass in america just going like okay like where because like, there was there were times when you know you'd show up and then you didn't have a seat and i remember like taking some chairs and putting them like down at the front of the stairs in the balcony which is like completely illegal but i was just like look at i paid for this seat where the fuck is the seat and just like ended up doing that you know or getting moved over here it was just like yeah um that that was a weird room but uh but it, it was like i fucking those shows were the best so I remember, so you mentioned, and honestly, the first time you mentioned the Briscoe brothers to me, I, you were like, the Briscoe brothers are wrestling so-and-so. And I was like, I'm like, Jack and Jerry. <laughs> right. Right. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then finally enough was it. I can't even believe it was this late. My first Ring of Honor show was Glory by Honor 9. So that's September 2010. Oh, wow. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know where they, maybe it was that we were getting so fucking rip snorting on Mondays that it didn't, it wasn't translating or something. Cause like, I like, I just thinking about everything mm-hmm. that you would have, like, that I would have been fucking crapping my pants over in 09, but I must have just been like, ah. You know, it's not my job to like, you know, yeah. we, we just weren't that way yet, you know? So I, I don't, I guess I just wasn't like, uh, you know, I'm not trying to strong arm these people. Or maybe I was just like, I, I, I'm having enough trouble getting my own ticket. I can't even, I, I don't even want to think about somebody. I don't Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, oh. cause when was that, uh, 
The New Japan shows that we went to might have been before that. No, I think those were, were those 2011. Those were late. Those were closer to me leaving. I feel like I thought I thought those were like 11 or 12. No, because it wouldn't have been 12 because you were. So I think I want to say they were 11, but maybe, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe it was 2011. It is crazy now to think though that it wasn't until September of 10 that you went to went to one. I know. Um, had we gone much then? Had Chikara come to Brooklyn yet? No, because I think that I think that was the deal when when we went to uh, the Warsaw. That was the first time they had come. That was like their debut, right? Um, in in Brooklyn, uh, but I had already gone there. I think I had already taken a bus trip or two, maybe over to to Chikara. Um, but the other thing about the Manhattan Center, which I will I have said before, but um, that room, even even having like gone through the Attitude Era, which was like you know, it, you'd go to those shows. It was fucking the crowd was un, unlike anything now, as far as just like the heat, the constant like excitement and heat through a show. Mm-hmm. But the fucking upstairs at the Manhattan Center, and even even when they ran the Hammerstein, but like it was, uh, it, it it was like nothing I had seen before until I got to PWG. I was like, this is the hottest. Right. There's no crowd that this hot. I'd go to other stuff after that, even like WWE at that point, and it's just like nothing compares to that room. Just like how excited people are, and it was like, well, yeah, because they were also like running stories and having matches and shit. Yeah, that like. That like me, I was like, fuck, you know, because I think it's also I, I had a complete. Oh, and just for the record that that Shakara show we went to was July 29th, 2010. Okay. So oh, so that makes before sense. Or Ring of Honor. Right. Oh, so, okay. So that's how I that's how we got you. I, I remember yeah. that day. I remember the day. Oh, we yeah. Went to Ring of Honor. Like we went and ate that food and we were kind of just like bumping around going over. Yeah. I remember all that. But um, but the Briscoes. I remember um, being super into them and, you know, initially it's like shaved heads and basketball shorts and they kind of evolve and different things. But the other thing I vividly remember, which I I shouldn't say that because (laughs) of course I'm fuzzy on the details, but like the Briscoes, you know, they, they were there for so long that I remember a period where like they were, I can't remember if they were wrestling the Kings of wrestling or who they were in a, a thing with. But like the crowd had turned on them. And I was oh, like, right. And I was yeah. like, the fuck, man. I, I, I was like rallying against it. I was like, no, I was like, why, 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 you know? And, and I think thinking back, yeah. it was just, you know, it was, they had been up and down and, and been there for so long or something. But like, I, I remember just being like beside myself when, when the crowd in the <laughs> Hammerstein or in the uh, grand ballroom was like turning on the briscoes. I was like, what? Yeah. This is interesting. Uh, I'm looking at the card of that night. Uh, the first time I saw them, they were in singles. Oh, okay. It was Briss- It was Jay and Kenny King opened the show, and then it was Mark and Rhett Titus. Oh, hepatitis. Well, so then that was part of their program, though, because that was the All Night Express mm-hmm. and the Briscoe. So it must have just been a continuation of whatever feud they were in. That's so crazy. Um and then final battle would have been the next show I saw after that. And they 
were in that uh, six-man tag match. Them and Mike Briscoe. Is that their dad? Yep. That's the dad match, I think. Versus the Kings of Wrestling and Shane Hagedorn. Yes. Yep. 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 That's when the dad. So that's also, I mean, that'd be one of the nights we went to the party after. Yeah. Over at the bar when we were that's upstairs. When, they right. were there. That's when Claudio and um, um, what's her name? Sarah Del Rey. Rolled in. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that night. Um, oh, right. This was the night uh, Jericho, uh, Jericho, Generico. And Steen had their uh, the fight without honor. Yep. And I remember there was like, that was one of those nights of many where there was like an issue with the, um, uh, the video, like in the, like a, like a big point in that match, everybody at home. Oh like, yeah. Fuck. Cause I think that would have been when Cornette was working there too. Um, that what was that the main event? Probably that. That was the main event. I mean, okay. you know, technically it's not the main event. They turned off the, they, they, they played right, that well. It's right, like they, right, right, right. you know, yeah. they took away the, all the officials and the, the ringside yeah. stuff and, and even turned off the video for some people yeah. and apparently. turned off the video. That's right. Um, do you remember there was an ex-girlfriend of mine in the front row with her dad? That wasn't that night. I don't think I, I almost think th- thought, I feel I like think it was that, that was night. the same know. night. That was the same night that Eddie Edwards, um, won the belt. Because I remember where we were sitting and where she was sitting. I, I just have a uh-huh. memory of being on that side. I also remember that that was the night um, where uh, this is before because my girlfriend at the time left and then Pat Driscoll joined us up there. But before uh-huh. that, there was a point like during intermission or whatever. I was like, holy shit, Dave Meltzer sitting down there. And I like ran down the stairs because <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'd ever <laughs> yeah. seen him in person before. But yeah. I was like, holy shit the fuck is Dave Meltzer sitting there? So I like, I ran down there and was like, yeah. what's going on, man? <laughs> oh, how funny. Well, because there was one night we saw Cornette down there and we ran down and was just Well, he like, would take hey. pictures sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I have a couple different photos with that guy. Shame about him. Is he dead? No. No, no. He's just... No, uh, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. He's found it. He's found a gimmick that he feels like works for him and it's paying the bills. You know, he's... Um, it's a shame. It's so... A sh- so god man so the but the briscoes man fucking just my favorite part of um so much over the years you know oh my god i there was never a bigger briscoe brothers fan than you you and um it's uh yeah so uh, i mean like i like i said on the point five when you texted me i was like it didn't like I, it was like I was like, I was I, like, I kept reading it. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. I was like, yeah, I was, who does like he mean? <laughs> who does yeah, he I mean? Was like, I was like, what do you mean? Jay Briscoe got killed in a car crash. That's the, but not, but it must be a different, <laughs> this must be a different Jay Briscoe. Yeah. There's no, I was like, how that's, that's not somebody who dies. Right. And it's, it's funny, man. Like, um, whatever it is because it's not like at the time i mean uh, uh, eventually there would be you know they would make start making their videos and stuff and they even did i'd love to find the thing they did that thing where they like traveled in their rv to a show or something there was like a whole video of them like when they had that cousin who was around for a hot minute anyway point being 
because there was no promo, but, but somehow I just like connected with them and then like was concerned about them for the rest of time. You know, I was the guy who was always like, why is Mark, why is Mark always got to be the guy to lay down, yeah. you know, or why, like, how come every this, match, how come this is happening? How come like, um, you yeah, I, I was like, like well, why is Mark got to lose? Just one of those, be- like one of those things where you, you just link in and then you're like, yeah, just hyper concerned about them on on various levels you know well, and i mean jesus that isn't that the name of the game isn't that them doing yeah. their job correctly sure i just i just mean yeah. in thinking about the different ways that that can happen yeah. it's not like they like cut a lot of promos where you could be like oh you know there's just it was just a, a whole bunch of shit well they were as real as it got i mean like i mean the fucking promos dude like at to up to and including, you know, until this happened, it was still like a, we would text each other. It's a new Frisco yeah, Brothers video. It's a new, new promo. Video. It's on their fucking Instagram. I mean, when we discovered, when you discovered the, um, the lawn furniture, not lawn furniture, the lawn care Instagram. Oh, yeah. Pew, and it was like lawn care. And it still felt like this account only has like a couple hundred followers. <laughs> like people don't realize that this is the Briscoes. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. What was I going to say? Jay Briscoe. Well, yeah. the promos and connecting, I mean, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. I, the amount of times I've watched the video where all the chickens are dead. Yeah. And there was an outbreak of something, bird flu or whatever it was. Yeah. Some virus or something. And he just, it kicks, I mean, literally there, there's a pickup truck behind them. And for, for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, like they legit ran a chicken farm. They legit do. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And there's a pickup truck behind them full of, like a hundred, two hundred dead fucking chickens. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. And he's just, Jay just starts kicking it off and he's just like, I text the big man, I said, big man, they're dropping like flies. He said, oh no. I said, oh yeah. I said, we got to put him down. I said, big man, no, <laughs> that's $35,000. Yeah. I mean, the dad was great. Every time the dad appeared, including oh, that yeah. night when he fucking had like one or two spots in that match. Um, but, uh, and yeah, that's the other thing. And it's, it's, it is a matter of everyone doing their job very well. But like, I think the whole, the whole incredible feud they had with FTR just helped yeah. me to hate FTR more, you know? And, and like, you, you remember in fucking Dallas how I was behaving. Oh, like, you were so <laughs> mad at them. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man. But I mean, Amazing that that's that will sort of be the um the uh you know the, the exclamation point the period on on the yeah that that team the, will go out with that feud that I mean, those matches and uh, I saw that um uh Pollyanna which is like a company that I think I'm saying that right it like has done some enamel pins and they did the uh the little booklet of the old like um 
Hasbro figures, whatever. Sure. Yeah. But they had done, you'll remember I had this and I regretfully sold it with that pin collection that I sold. Um, it was like a pin where one was uh Greg Valentine and one was Piper and it was connected by a chain. It's like an enamel pin like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So he he, they, whoever they are, um have been like, yo, I want to do this with FTR and the Briscoes and then just give all the money to the Briscoe family or whatever. So yeah. I don't know if I don't know if they've made any uh, progress in trying to get that approved, but that's great. I saw like a drawing of it that fucking looked awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, the the thing of it, I mean, beyond, I can only relate to this as a wrestling fan because it's just the the the, the tragedy that that family is going to endure now for the rest of their lives is 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 is, is I can't even fathom, but. As a wrestling fan, selfishly, it's one of the, 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 that feud last year was so goddamn good, the Briscoes and FTR, mm-hmm. that it felt like they haven't even peaked yet, the Briscoes. Right. Like, their best years were still ahead of them. Definitely. And you know? can you imagine if that had been allowed to be on TV? Like, I you just feel it, like there's no way that doesn't, um, you know, impact the, you know, whatever the, it would have been so much bigger even. Um, I mean, the what, fact that, it, that we're not going to get the Briscoes and the Bucks, right. You know, on, on dynamite or, or on, an on down the line, whatever, you know, wherever, you know, hang on one second, Maddie. Okay. Was that a thing? Yeah, because we we like we've been talking our butts off here. Oh, well, that's what uh, the name of the game is. It's the show. Come this on, this is the show. This if is the you, show. If you don't like the commercials, uh, we have an ad free one on the Patreon. You can yeah, hop on kick, there. Kick it on over to the Patreon. A bunch of other cool shit too. And yeah. nice interview coming up next week. We got oh, it in the can. Right. Oh man, that's fine. What a wild, yeah, turn of events. Yeah. Anyway. Well, let's just let's just tell them, dude. Next week it's going to be oh. the machine, Brian Cage. Very next week, interview. this week, this week, no, no, uh, next, next week, because it's you know we, we got we got to talk this week because we we got the big uh, weekend everything. Oh right, well we'll do a point five this week. Um, next week, next week, we next we, week. we interviewed Brian Cage. Here comes the machine, one of our one of our faves. Since, yeah, forever, since forever, forever. Sibley's rolling in his grave. He missed that. Uh, Sibley would have been like, okay, so, so what's what's. What's the routine? What do I do? <laughs> Intermittent fasting. Anything? No. Even the, the quick uh, uh, run-in by uh, Melissa Santos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I, so I, um, I, I trust someone else will let us know if, if Meltzer ever wears his We Watch Wrestling hat on the video. But I saw today a clip on Twitter where he's, there's like a dog. Like oh, the dog! You can see the dog. I'm dying yeah, to see the dog. The dog's like up in his shit. He's like petting. Okay. It. <laughs> All right. I'll have to check that out. I've, I've always, I always hear the dog. Yeah. I've never seen the dog. But uh, second only to my uh, my favorite video from last night or today, which is the Bella Twins complaining about um, what they didn't show on Raw about the diva or the women's revolution or whatever and why they couldn't. But the craziest thing to me is you've got uh, Nikki sitting there all made up. And Brie is like in a towel, like fresh out of the shower. And they're just like making this video where they're like, you can't, can't show women's revolution. Cause 
uh, Sasha's not there, Monet, whatever. And, you know, if you don't do what they want you to do, then there's just like, <laughs> there's like a 30 second video of them being like, fuck Monday Night Raw 30 or whatever. But it would, the, the crazy thing to me is just like, Bree, get in here. Like, we're going to do this right. right fucking now. I'm done up. You, you just fucking got out of the shower two seconds ago. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, they, they definitely wouldn't show. They didn't show any footage of anybody who works for another company. The fuck are they talking about? I feel like all they showed right. was, here's Jericho. Here's Moxley. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Here's this guy. Hey, man. Don't worry about it. You just worry about watching your beer pong or whatever it was. Oh my God. I like, I was like, it was like I was on fire looking for the remote to try to turn this fucking machine off before I had to endure any more Barmageddon. See, I got, I got distracted. I would have definitely waited to see if the producer Carson Daly was again, made to look like a fucking moron on his own show. <laughs> like, the well, first he's time like, it, but. he's like the bartender on this thing. Like it opens up with like whoever that who's, who's the Blake Christian. Is that his? No, that's the rest. <laughs> you wish <laughs> I wish who's no, the I think fucking it's Blake Shelton, right? Blake Shelton. Yeah. That numb nuts. Blake Christian's host of Barmageddon. <laughs> and Blake Christian singing country songs on Barmageddon. Uh, man, this, this one goes out to Braun Breaker. Hey, y'all, this one's called All Heart. One, two, three. He's finishing up some cover of some perfectly good song that, like, I now hate. Like, in that moment, I was like, I have to stop listening to him sing this before I hate this song forever. Yeah. And I can't even remember what song it was. So I did my job. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just, yeah, yeah. He's a. <laughs> He's up there just like, just a box of rain. I don't know who put it there. Fuck. That show's unendurable. Unendurable. Um, um, yes, but uh, we up in this bitch eating Campbell's Chunky. I did think Raw was, was pretty good last night. I enjoyed the show. It, it was, was exactly what I expected. It was an uh, easy three. Well, I don't know about that. As far as what? As far as it's going to be a regular episode of Raw with a couple vignettes or backstages with just a gaggle of of old faces. Yeah, you get stuck in the poker seg. But I guess more than that, I just mean yeah. like that it wasn't... I, I didn't feel like it was super Legends heavy like on the show itself. The segment like the fucking the trial into that match that that shit was all good that was to, great to very good um <laughs> that dude that they hired as the long-term storytelling guy or whatever yeah. on the creative team yeah it's just like don't worry i got this <laughs> <laughs> uh brock looks like two million dollars he looks incredible lesnar uh, yeah oh yeah well, and, it was funny when they broke the glass and he comes out, you know, in case of emergency, call Saskatoon. It did reemphasize to me. I was like, God damn, they have so much talent, yet they have such a thin roster. Uh, I liked the, um, I liked what the DX thing led into. I didn't mind that six man with Street Profits. And uh, I know, thank and God, that. when Walter, when that music hit, I was like, 
there's no way like is he going to take a bronco buster like what is what's going to happen here this is well not- it, it it's that it's that old fear that you hope but it's like i i on the discord i was like the scare spot was when he made it seem like vince mcmahon was going to come out and then it was teddy long right and he's like there's yeah. only one guy you know and it was like oh fuck no yeah <laughs> yeah but well, uh yeah, right. that was i can't great. believe it can't believe it vince wasn't there I'm excited uh, for the Rumble. I'm excited. I mean, it, it's my has been my favorite pay per view over the it's years. The best, and we haven't been in a while, and uh, just and we've never like, been there for a women's Rumble. No, and uh, so and and then also right there, the 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 word on the street originally was that Austin had been offered a match with Roman, and then uh, our man on the street, Dave Meltzer, indicated no, he was offered a match with Brock. Um, both of those seem insane coming off of last year. You know, it's like, I don't, uh, yeah. like, I don't know what you do with them. If he's like, if they've got him agreeing to, to wrestle. Um, and I also get the, like, from like a, you know, oh, okay. I'll, I'm going to come do what I, what I wasn't going to do for Brock back then kind of thing, you know, but it just, you don't Strange. want Steve Austin to get broken in half. No, God, no. Jesus. And it just doesn't feel like, I think by all accounts, Brock, obviously his work looks way more severe and way stiffer than it actually is. You'll you hear people be like, oh no, I love Brock. Brock's easy. And Brock always looks like he's killing people. But still, I just don't know. Like That said, Steve Austin... 20 years ago, shouldn't have been taking uh, an over-the-head suplex. (laughs) He just goes in and takes like 25 suplexes. You know? And with his fucking knees, it's like, he can't take a fucking F5. Like, there's no... Yeah. Um, That's why Kevin Owens was the perfect opponent, because on on the one hand, Kevin Owens is the perfect pro wrestler. I mean, let's face it, he's Mr. Wrestling. But on the other hand, he just brawls. So you don't even yeah. you don't need to leave your feet. You certainly I, don't need to land on your fucking neck. I really, really hope that whatever happens Saturday just puts us on the road to Sammy and Roman at Mania. Or and it, and if that's if that's somehow not enough, even though quite clearly Sami Zayn is yeah so fucking over. Um, what if he wins the have Roman work two nights? Yeah. You know? I mean, he's got two belts. He can certainly work two nights. What if Sammy wins the Rumble? What if? Now, now you ain't going to have your boy Cody come all the way back from insurmountable odds just to come back and get dumped on his ass, do you? Maybe. Uh, Maybe he'll Titus O'Neil. Maybe Cody will fucking face plant and slide under the ring. <laughs> no, I got. I, listen, my beef with what Cody's I, over. My beef Co- with FTR's over. I love this. Is what it is. Cody reaches up to grab the rope to climb in, and then suddenly his arm just pops out of the socket. He's like, No, <sighs> my pick just fills up with blood. <laughs> oh. Eden. I can't think of what's her real name. The wife, the um, wife of Cody Rhodes, Brandy. Brandy. I could think it was. Um, wasn't that her name, Eden? What was her name when she was an announcer? Eden like, Styles, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't remember Brandy, but I could. Re- I could pull Eden out. But hey, it's it's up to them to to fuck this up because I I always get up for Mania season, yeah. and it's even more exciting because I'm gonna be at the Rumble on Saturday. Uh so 
I'm, it could be a thing where Cody wins the Rumble. Feels like that's your most natural story. Comes down to Cody and Sammy. Then, because Cody can only challenge for one belt. Theory. Then the elimination chamber. Did they move that or is that still in February? Uh, I don't know. I'll look that up. Those were the days. Because if um, there is a second pay-per-view with a, you know, you win a chance to, 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 okay, so then, no, 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 no. Right. I mean, they've often, you know, had someone win the Rumble and then, you know, they work around it. Right. But then if, if the next gimmick is elimination chamber, why are they making this so difficult? It doesn't go. Okay. It is elimination chamber. So then that's happening February. So then if, oh, oh, easy. Okay. This, this, it's, it almost, it almost spoils itself. Okay. Does guess it, where elim- you called Cody? No, guess guess where Elimination Chamber is. Oh, it's in Montreal. It's in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, then yeah. Sammy wins Elimination Chamber, and then he gets to challenge for the other belt. Because look at it this way. Cody wins the Rumble. He gets to pick whatever belt he wants. Mm-hmm. The Elimination Chamber, get, because then if also if it comes down to, and if we want to figure out some fuckery, if it comes down to Sammy and Cody, or there's other people involved, whoever the, the last group right. is, somehow that fuckery leads to Adam Pierce being like, oh, okay, okay. Cody won the Rumble, but the rest of you can challenge for the other belts, whoever wins the Elimination Chamber. So then still, we're saying, because if Sammy wins the Rumble, it's like, well, then I choose the, the U.S. title because I'm not going to challenge my tribal chief if right. he's in a position where he has no choice. Right. Well, uh, also, anything to do with him um, being heralded in Montreal will once again be proof that the old man's not around because otherwise he'd be fucking <laughs> spinning a drain like everybody else in their hometown. Uh, also, I love, you know... Uh, old tricky Rick last night, whoever, whoever put that side by side up of him in, in the exact same suit as Boyd Pierce, basically. Um, but because <laughs> flair, cause flair had said before, like, ah, I don't like Sami Zayn with the bloodline. It's too much comedy. The right. Bloodline of, uh, Roman's done such great work and it's just being taken away from. And it's like, uh, hopefully he wasn't in the fucking back lot smoking a joint when that fucking crowd was going ape shit for Sami Zayn multiple times, you know? But Blair, um, yeah, but he, you know, of course, of course, they're gonna break the glass in case of emergency. Ric Flair can draw more more eyeballs on Peacock than than Raw and Matt Dynamite oh, does. I mean, my oh, God, yeah. my God! You start the show with HH, you put Flair oh, in a crossover. <laughs> this is what they're doing. I I feel like they're easing us back into Vince McMahon is coming. It's like okay, we're gonna start with. Hulk Hogan, noted scumbag and racist. And not a huge part of Raw over the years, really. No! Not to, no. Fucking, he didn't show up until the, 
he was never there in the 90s. Yeah. Then Ric Flair. All right. This is somebody else banned for life. At least now Jimmy Hart got a payday. Jimmy Hart. Oh, I was just on the phone with Hulkster. Uh, should we take a break real quick? Let's see. Is it about that time? Looking at my Gucci, it's about that time. Let me take a look. Yo, well, eh, close enough. Let's do it. Cool. Really, I just wanted to blow my nose. Well, that's cool, too. Looking at my Gucci. Oh, and let the record show Elimination Chamber is called No Escape in Germany. Why? Because of your boy, Matty McSee. Oh, no. They wanted pitches. They were like, we can't call it Elimination Chamber in Germany. We need other names. And I said, call it No Escape. No Escape. I know yes. my buddy Carlos thinks that it's um, lazy booking or whatever that, that MJF is once again putting an opponent through a gauntlet. Uh-huh. But I, I'm actually on board because I like that that's like his that's his thing. Or his gimmick. He's like, yeah. no, no, you can't wrestle. And it only fucking leads in both situations to fucking cool matches you want to see. Bandito and Danielson. Now we're you got Cage right. and Danielson. Like, so it certainly me, it's gets, like, that's fine. Well, that was, believe it or not, the concern every week at WWE was Ah, it's a cold match. Mm, how do we get into this match? It's such a perfect because you and you can never make the argument to Vince of just like that's the match that was scheduled, you know, because it's going to be a good match. No, everything has to be a personal problem. And then also the fact that how many matches are on Raw and SmackDown all the time that are cold fucking matches. Yeah. But it's okay if Vince books a cold match, not the writers. But that said, this is a perfect out for having a cold match because it's but MJF is, is, is booking it. In a company, unlike WWE, where you know next week you might get fucking Starboy Charlie or whatever. Like, you, like they're not yeah. confined. So like it, it makes it even cooler because you're like, okay, he's doing this again. So like we may just get to see shit that, you know, we're not expecting or right. Cause I mean, that was the only, uh, and it's funny. I was thinking about it too. It was the only drawback of the, uh, that, that first gauntlet that he made Jericho go through is like, they, they, peaked early they 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 brought out nick gage too soon <laughs> too much too much piece of cut yeah. too early the, the cheese was still hot too much too soon because it was just it was like holy shit nick gage who's gonna be next week and then it's like it's jake hager it's like <laughs> mm. it i like, like this hat i like this hat should have been the other way around perhaps you know mm. Mm. Well, yeah. hey listen you never know. In the sport of professional wrestling, you just never know, Maddie. That hat is not cosmetically pleasing. <laughs> Briscoe's uh, baby. I, saw, oh, I did get an email. Oh, guard. What? Tell me about your email. Well, I got an email. You know, they were running a, running a special on uh, 
the the dead man show tickets must not be uh moving as briskly as they had hoped uh we'll we'll be be there and we'll 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 get to the bottom of whatever it is mark's trying to get across Uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll be able to stretch out his his fucking his complex video of him buying sneakers that came out Uh uh-huh i don't know you know his complex is like a I don't even know if they still print it, but it was like a, you know, like a magazine that yeah. with fucking sneakers and streetwear or whatever. So they do these videos where like someone goes sneaker shopping with complex. Uh-huh. So you got fucking mean Mark up in there and you know, they're talking to him like, what back in the day? Like what kind of sneakers did you wear? Like playing basketball about this. And then he starts to do his shop and the first fucking, I don't even know what they are, but they're like, uh, it looks like a crock crossed with the ship from flight on the navigator this black hideous like slipper in my estimation but i'm also an old man but he's like oh these are great love these you got these you know and so he immediately <laughs> picks these and then he, he buys some other shoes and they he gets to the counter and not that he has to know this or care or whatever but it's just funny as someone who's into sneakers mm-hmm. they're like oh man we wanted to give you a gift too for like you know whatever and so they bring out these fucking shoes that came out like um like late last year that were you know fucking super hot immediately really expensive you couldn't get them whatever and they like present them but what they are they're like they're called lobsters they they're like kind of an orangish low top like nike dunk and they have like a black rubber band like around a uh, like a lobster lobster thing right so he's like oh oh man yeah oh yeah i liked a lot he's like he's like Mark, take these back to Texas and see what you can get for them. And don't <laughs> fuck the box up. Don't th- like the guy should have been like, look, we shouldn't even be giving these to you, but let me give you a couple of instructions before we do. And they're just going to wind up in the barn with unsold merch. I, I was like, when he got off the motorbike last night, I was like, he's got the lobsters on he's Got the lobsters on. <laughs> I love it. He couldn't get his motorbike started. Mark could never wear a pair of orange shoes. He'd be like, I oh, don't go that way. I don't. Mark, <laughs> Mark, get me one of get me one of my shirts. You know Val Belcher. Our daddies were uh, best friends. Anywho, um, you been watching any Briscoes matches? Briscoes, yeah, man. I, I, uh, I, as I had said on the point five, I went straight to the uh, the title win against Kevin Steen. Beautiful. Um, and then I, you know, it's funny. I, I was like trying to find some other stuff like quickly without having to like go th- scan through the, the ring of honor app. And, um, interesting to me that Billy, Billy came right up as like the first return search on Google. Billy, Billy is like a Japanese site where it's basically another like wild west, Oh, uh-huh. but it's like almost all wrestling. It seems like, so like I typed in, you know, like you know, Briscoe, sweet and sour, whatever, and fucking Billy Billy popped up with all kinds of shit. All right. Um, but uh yeah, them I watched them in a, a Kings of Wrestling match from I don't think it was New York. Um yeah. But uh that I don't know. <laughs> I've just been watching this and that. I don't, not, nothing not, nothing that I that like I guess really fucking well I went into the um <clears throat> the archives over here of course mm-hmm. and um 
like I said, the first thing I watched was Honor Reign Supreme 2017. This is the Briscoes and the Young Bucks. Two out of three falls. First fall, regular tag match. <laughs> Second fall, lucha match. Lucha rules. Mm -hmm. And the final fall, if needed, uh, no DQ. And as I, I sent Vince, this was brilliant. This was brilliantly booked. The, uh, the Briscoes win the first fall. And then Jay goes on the outside. You know, the, the ring announcer is announcing the second fall will be Lucha rules. Jay grabs a <laughs> microphone from him and just goes, Lucha? What the hell is Lucha? <laughs> Big laugh. He goes, hey, chicken. You know anything about that lucha? And the young bucks are inside the ring. All of a sudden, you see Mark has snuck in with a steel chair, and he just starts waffling the young bucks with the chair. And Todd Sinclair, the referee, calls for an immediate disqualification, awards the second fall to the young bucks, and now we're going straight into the third and final fall for the no DQ. And I was like, my God, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Because... They give up a fall, sure, but they were they would have been at such a disadvantage yeah. in a lucha match against the Young Bucks that they for they they just completely what's the word I'm looking for? They submitted to it. They they forego right. They know. they yeah they subordinated whatever they yeah they were. There's a word. There's a word I want. Anyway, there's a word. They completely just all right. We 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 uh, concede that fall and then go right into. It's like oh, so now it's no DQ. Good. We already had these steel chairs and they're just beating the <laughs> shit out of them. It's fucking fantastic. Great match. And then my God, because it was such a. Um, the first fall, like they were doing such interesting stuff, but it was, you know, it's getting there. It's getting there. And then, man, once they did that spot, I was like, that's brilliant. And then the rest of the match was just, holy shit. It's like all I wanted to watch was Bucks and Briscoe's matches after that. What was the show where they wrestled the Rock and Roll Express? Like before the Rock, it felt like before the Rock and Roll Express were on like everything again. The and Briscoes? Cornette, yeah, and Cornette was announcer. It was like a it was a thing, you know, where anyway. When we saw them, was that it? It wasn't that live. Home? No, it oh. was like it was a show we watched on TV, but um I remember being like, oh shit, it's like the Briscoes and the Rock and Roll Express. Because I know we saw Rock and Roll Express at that mania. Yeah, that but house. This was might have been even before that or just after. It was definitely like, it oh, Rock like and Roll Express are kind of around again. You know, could it have been Impact? No, because it was like because Cornette's never announced for Impact, and he was definitely like the guy. Um, like oh, part of the it must have been MLW. I I don't know because he came in the ring. No, it was mm -hmm. like a I don't know. It doesn't matter. We don't need to spend any time trying to figure it out. But well, this is the show. People like this. They 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 <laughs> like hearing us talk. They like being told what they like. No, they do. They do. They they want you to go and 
go get them. They love it. Mm-mm-mm. It appears. It would appear. PWS Supercard in 2013. Is that one? Is that a, a Briscoe's Rock and Roll match? Feels too long ago. Briscoes want to retire Rock and Roll Express at Return of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat Show. Oh, maybe. The passage of time, Maddie. It's it's very weird. Oh no, this is the this is the Ricky Steamboat retirement show. But that's you said that's too recent. Yeah, that's too recent. Hold on. How did you say 2013 then? I don't know. Oh. I don't know why 2013 came out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. R&R defeated Dem Boys in the first matchup at PWS Supercard in 2013. Okay. Where, like, Cornette came in the ring, and there was, like, a spot. Like, maybe you would interview them. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe this is, I don't know, this was, could it have been an RF video? No. Pro wrestling Bring up Feinstein again to me. Pro wrestling syndicate. Fucking Feinstein. I don't know. I mean, could someone could screaming we have, it at us? Someone screaming it at us. I'm sure that they are. I'm sure that they are. They don't have the pressure of being recorded and have uh, wanting to be perfect. It's too much. It's too much. I mean, it's possible we, we watch it on like high spots or something. You know. No, it was like it. What I know was it was like, oh, let's watch this. It's like a, you know pay-per-view or a fucking streaming thing it was it was that it wasn't like after the fact it, it doesn't matter but i love the briscoes i love jay briscoe r.i.p mark and the sex pe- uh the jay lethal gonna be going at it tomorrow night on dynamite it really troubles me man because i fu- in in the ring i love jay lethal but i hope um hey man sex pest gonna sex pest no peace i also watched um Briscoe's versus Stina Generico in the latter war. Man up, Chicago, September 15th, 2007. Now, is that the one when um, Jay got hung upside down after at the Age of the Fall debut? Because when Age of the Fall debuted, they fucking strung up Jay and he was bleeding out, hung upside down. And that was in Chicago. I, I can't remember. That's not the. Sh- I don't think that's the show I was at. I went to one or two shows in mm-hmm. Chicago at the at the Fieldhouse, whatever that place was called. But, um, well, I don't know because uh, as soon as the match was over, I turned it off and okay, switched to another disc. Um, so if, if there was an aftermath, I, I missed it. DVD still. Okay. Man up. Yeah, I still have the Man Up DVD. Um, man up. Let's see here. Went into this. I was watching late at night, so I kept falling asleep. I put on um, PWG Sells Out Volume 3. Okay. Is that the so clip you, you sent me? Or the photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the very first match on that is B-Boy and Super Dragon against the Briscoes. Um, October 2003. Are you adequately, adequately prepared to rock? And so that was at like the, uh, it looked like the JCC. Um, and of course, I'm looking for Danny and Victor in the crowd. Um, any familiar faces I could. But uh, 
their fucking gear, dude. The Briscoes gear when they were wearing the spandex. Like they they're both wearing matching singlets. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. And also it was like the announcers um were no, did that one did I watch that one with announcers? What's the what's the date of man up? Do you know? September 15, 2007. Yes. Okay. So then what you missed was oh, some really? of the grossest shit you've ever seen. Really? They, they string him upside down and it's fucking disgusting. He is, he is bleeding like a motherfucker. Yeah. Well, sounds amazing. I'll have to go back and look. <laughs> you dodged a bullet. I guess so. But yeah, I, I took a picture of Super Dragon in a headlock via... 19 year old Jay Briscoe. Mm. It's crazy. They're so skinny. They they look so much alike. I wonder if uh I wonder if PWG will do a they'll have a show called, you know. They they have to. Something you'd think. You know, I mean it's it's not like they were regulars, but I mean it's just like they're such a part of the community. Yeah, I mean, and there's that <laughs> there's that classic photo of them in Reseda drinking beer at the bar. Oh. That's all I wanted to see. Because the next match I watched was the Briscoes versus uh, Chris Bosch and Scott Lost Okay, versus B-Boy and Homicide. So that's at Bola 2006. You want to buy Homicide a beer? You want to buy Homicide a beer? Just ask for two beers, Nick Gage. You don't have to lie about Homicide getting a beer. Um, I'd have bought you three, Nick. And this one, I was like, I was watching this one late last night and I kept falling asleep and I kept, because I kept waking up and it would be Generico and um, Pac. And I was just like, what? And then I'd, I'd be watching it for a little while confused and I was like, wait a second. That's why, why the fuck is it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I would go back. So that one, I still need to, and there, there, I believe there's a third Briscoes match on that disc that I didn't even get to. But this one, Bola 06 was in Reseda, but it was weird. I, I might have taken a picture and then forgot to send it to you um, because they have some of the lights in the room off and then they brought in like spotlights. Mm-hmm. So there's like spotlights in the corners pointed at the ring mm. and i was like because i'm because you know i'm looking at it and i was like this is this is uh receded but this doesn't look correct at all always fact, better i know I took, lights on if you're doing a, any kind of <laughs> performance yeah i feel like just leave the fucking lights on here i did take pictures i sent it Maybe to you a comedy one of jay sitting on the one of mark sitting on the top rope and then the other one is just Jay flipping off everyone in the room. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, I also remember, I think one of the, maybe not the first time I heard of PWG, but certainly I was like, oh, hearing about the singing. Because I don't know if it was 06 or 07. I don't think it would have been past 08, but I could be wrong. When Alvarez came down for Bola, I remember like hearing the audio because I would listen to him and Buddy Wayne or him and Lance. Uh-huh, or uh-huh. Like kind of recounting like, oh, this place is fucking so hot in there. And, waited in a line like everything you you remember about it yeah. but i remember and i guess it didn't take because i don't think alvarez ever came back but um he came down he came down in the early receipt of days i remember to uh experience mm. bola not making the trip uh mm. do, we, do we have one last break before we go to dallas i mean 
Yeah, uh, we can definitely do that, and we will right now. Cool. I, I feel good about that. Oh, great. All right, let's take a trip to world-class championship wrestling. They made up for last week. Oh. 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 Good on them. Good on them. And thank you. Let's see. Big ass. World-class championship wrestling. Season three, <clears throat> episode 47 on Peacock. Peacock. Got to watch Paul T. Goldman if you haven't. That's right. I have it. It's good. I will. It was November. Weird. Sorry. He's, <laughs> I heard he was weird. <laughs> Maddie, I, I don't kidding. set out to interrupt you, bro. You know that. You know you that. You love it. Oh, you love it. You know that. Hey, and if you're on the fence about joining the Patreon this weekend, it'll be all travel for me and Maddie. We're getting adjoining rooms down there. Is it really happening? Maddie's dream. Well, listen, I called him and I was like, Hey, can I get these rooms adjoining? And it's like, so you got two King rooms. Those don't join up. He's like, if one of them is two Queens, I go, that's fine. It's like, all right, then I'm going to put it down here that you want adjoining rooms. One will be a King bed and one will be two Queens. I'm like, all right, if it, if if it pleases Maddie then it pleases Maddie, I can go on a bed if I need to. This is so great. So we got, we got the King bed. To put all of our stuff on, and then we can sleep in the two queens next to each other. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Just, Hold on. I'm getting a call from the Hyatt. We'll oh, bring, they're not going to be bring, able to do it. <laughs> I'll bring flashlights. We can hold them under our faces and just talk to each other all night. It, it boils down to us in one queen bed. The other beds are being utilized for stuff. It's going to be amazing. Like that moment where I'm like, I open up my door and I'm like, oh, it's weird. Vince closed his side of the door. I'm just. Matt, 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 there's already a TV in here. Why are you bringing that TV in here? Vince, now we can watch Jackie Gleason while we eat. <laughs> Look at it roll. <clears throat> November 24th, 1984. We get the rundown of the card. First matchup, Kelly Kaninsky with Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm. So they, they haven't completely given up on this kid. Kelly, Kelly Kaninsky will be wrestling the Iceman King Parsons. Um, they have as good as a match as Kelly's going to give you. Iceman is dynamic, and the Snake is a slithering son of a bitch. He gets oh. himself involved in the match. It backfires on him. Iceman goes over. Roll up. One, two, three. Jake comes in. DDT's Iceman. They beat him down, and that brings us to the break. Next up, the Fantastics versus Dave Wiesel and El Diablo. I meant to Google Dale Wiesel. Because um, he looked familiar, but not enough that, you know, <laughs> I was just Weasel, Weasel. like, who's this Weasel, Weasel, son of a bitch. Never <laughs> seen him on my TV before. You son of a bitch. Real Weasel. Fantastic. So great. Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers. Um, I could watch them wrestle all day. At one point, Tommy Rogers. Uh, uh, no, at one point, Bobby Fulton. He gets bounced off the rope. He goes running across the ring, full speed, slides out of the ring, and then just goes up and starts high-fiving all the fans <laughs> in the front. <laughs> Fucking somebody needs to steal that spot and start doing that. They love it. In and it Dallas. enraged the bad guys. It was so good. Next up, Jake the Snake Roberts versus Buck Zumhoff. Rock and you roll, know, baby. Uh, just two great dads squaring <laughs> off. Jake goes over. 
We got a sunshine music video. And then we get our main event with plenty of time. Chris Adams, the gentleman versus Ric Flair, the nature boy. So it's a gentleman versus a nature boy. The open of this match uh, is just brilliant. It's beautiful. The, the flair strutting around. I mean, the story that they tell just in that they follow up in Chris Adams signed with Gary Hart because he wanted to advance. Yeah. He wanted to be on a winning streak. He wanted Ric Flair. He wanted his title shot. Now he's getting his title shot. This is perfect. A couple girls in the crowd still on Chris's side. One even had a bedazzled sign. We still heart Chris Adams. Why would beautiful. You? He ain't been drinking with him, apparently. Fucking Mark. You still love him. And Flair is in total nature boy mode. This is him at his best because he's the baby face in the match, but he doesn't have to change anything. It's how strong his character is. Beautiful. He's still the nature boy, still strutting. And Chris Adams is so angry. Like it's truly frightening how angry this guy is. Um, and you can feel it coming through the, the screen. Flair does some more struts, getting under Chris's skin. Chris does his, uh, you know, cartwheel, handspring, all that thing. Flair does his strut again. I mean, it's just, it's wonderful. The, the mind game's up top. Sure. And the crowd is hot. Mm, they are loving this. Bigger than a main event. So then they finally lock up. They go at it. The match is fine. These two have a much better match in them with each other. And it's perhaps, TV. It's free. I know it, it was TV. This is this eight. Hey, hey, brother. This ain't the Superdome. It ain't. Re, it ain't even reunion. Arena. I just feel. I just feel. I also made a note. Uh, Gary Hart's sweater is beautiful. It's one of those. What, what, is, what is that pattern called? The um, that kind oh, of. It, it's it's like those those diamond. Right, right, right. I'm fucking that go oh. up and down. Argyle, Argyle, Argyle. Right. Yep. Because it's also there's no gimmick with Gary Hart because he's out there just dressed like you know your math teacher. Right. And he's just like, but he's so evil. Yeah. It What's exudes. The, later on or in Mid-South, was he, would he wear the Cubs jacket? There was some like sports team jacket right. that he would wear. I feel like right. it was a Chicago team. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, mm. Anyway. At one point, uh, Ric Flair puts Chris Adams up in an airplane spin. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> we get a ref bump. Um, Chris tries to take advantage. They do a roll up. Gary Hart comes in, hits Flair over the head. We wind up with a DQ. And I mean, this thing goes post to post. I mean, once this match ends, they're like, good night, everybody. There's no credits. Last few months, they've been showing credits at the end of the show. They had no time. They jammed this one in there. So very, very good match. Um, but nothing to go out of your way to see. God 
got, got, got no time. Next up, World Class Championship Wrestling Season 3, Episode 48 on Peacock. December 1st, 1984. Rated TVMA. We get not one, but two warnings up top. Sex and violence. First, a huge, fills the fucking screen, TVMA. Sex and violence. And then next up, you get Another explanation. This has been rated TVMA. We wash our hands of this one. Our hands are clean of this one. I swear to God, mm. that was all of them. I gave them the belt and I said, take it. I don't want to fucking win it that way. Watch this at your own risk. You've they been need- warned. Fuck off. It's violent. They needed to put that over Kathy Kelly's uh, cleavage last night on Raw 30, but folks. So we open up. We're in Reunion Arena. This is the Thanksgiving Spectacular. Brits always knew how to take care of the fans on the holidays. That's well, it's a family holiday, and that's why you want to do something really fucked up. That's right. It's family holidays. That's why you want to go watch men murder each other. Uh, we open up with the drizzle and shits, the missing link. <laughs> versus Bucks. <laughs> He's always grabbing the back of his head for some reason. Really captured my imagination in that uh, Sports Illustrated article, though, with Hogan on the front, because I'd never seen him before. That. Well, I mean, no doubt. I mean, that Lords of the Ring, uh, the first videotape ever put out, that Pro Wrestling Illustrated man. Yeah. He's on the back, and you're just like, holy fucking shit, the missing link. Who's this, this maniac? Yeah. Missing link versus Buck Zumhoff. Nothing match. Doesn't last long. Merciful. Next up, Killer Khan versus Terry Bam Bam Gordy in a Texas death match. This is the match that got the show rated TVMA. Michael. Michael, I'm going out there to wrestle Killer Khan, Michael. Terry Von Eric's the special referee, Michael. Terry doesn't know where we can get cocaine in this town. He already snorted it all. I told Michael that Carrie already snorted all the cocaine, buddy. Buddy, put the cigarettes down and listen to me. Right away, Terry Gordy gets color. And uh, at first, I'm like, this is, this is, they went TVMA because of this. I'm like, TB14, fucking dynamite gets more blood than this. <laughs> then uh, then Killer Khan starts biting oh, Terry geez. Gordy's face and the blood keeps coming Killer Khan gets in Carrie's face for a little bit uh, he gets the first fall and then in, in a Texas death match of this sort you pin the guy and then he's got until like like a 10 count to get up if he doesn't get up then then you've won the match Gordy sells back up He's still bleeding quite a bit, Vince. Um, They start fighting again. Eventually, Killer Khan goes down on the outside. He gets some color. He comes up. Terry Gordy is a bloody mess at this point. Harry gets involved with Skander Akbar. Missing Link comes in. They start (laughs) fighting around. Now this thing is just a fucking straight up bloodbath i mean it's like it's almost laugh out loud funny it's just like holy shit this is it's thanksgiving people are losing their stuffing over there 
bleeding like a stuffed turkey on Thanksgiving, I guess. My God. So eventually, Terry Gordy goes over and Carrie Von Air cuts a promo, running down Devastation Incorporated. And then he offers his hand to Terry Gordy to shake. Terry Gordy thinks about it. Crowd is going bonkers. The crowd goes banana. And uh, finally, Terry Gordy's just like, nah, nah, man. Can't do it. Can't shake your hand, man. Nah. <laughs> Carrie goes to leave. Terry Gordy grabs a microphone, cuts a little bit of a promo. Ter- Carrie comes firing right back in the ring. And they are eyeball to eyeball. And you get that moment of, we hate each other. We respect each other. <laughs> Beautiful. Terry Gordy is a mess. Oh. We got a Sunshine promo. She's there tonight supporting her aunt, Stella May, in her match against Andrea, the Lady Giant. And she's got a surprise. Oh, can you let us know uh, what this surprise is? No, Bill Mercer. It's a surprise. <laughs> can you give us a hint? No, it's a surprise. <laughs> oh, you're not going to tell us at all. Uh, Mercer's terrible on his birthday. Unbelievable. Uh, Sunshine is great. She's so charming. And it's, uh, you know, it's at least a keeps your interest this promo. And our next match, Mike Von Eric versus Gino Hernandez. Uh, nothing match. Mike is boring. Gino's amazing. Eventually, we get a ref bump. Andrea jumps up on the apron. She holds Mike's Giant. arms. Gino goes to waffle him. Mike gets out of the way. Gino waffles Andrea. And ref sells back up. They wrestle around a little bit more. Gino pins Mike. Mike's get, Mike gets his foot on the rope, and Andrea pushes his foot off the rope. Gino is initially awarded the victory, but David Manning, noted county fair attendee, comes in to tell Bronco <laughs> Lubitsch what has transpired. Uh, it seems like the match is going to restart. Then they hand it to Mike. Then Mike and Gino just start brawling all over. Gino powders out. Then they award Mike the match. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to sound like a free bird here, but it feels like there's a Von Eric bias in this territory. <laughs> and your main event, Carrie Von Eric and the Iceman King Parsons versus Jake the Snake Roberts and Kelly Kaninsky. It is the definition of a middle of the road, whatever match. Mm. And on to maybe next that's week. what they were warning people about. Maybe that's what, yeah, they were like, only a mature audience will be able to watch. This is perfect for nap time on the couch if you're one of our mature viewers. That's your world-class homework for the week. We're almost done with 1984. What? 1985, coming very soon. And as always, you know, I want to keep watching world-class, but we can also discuss changing up the homework at any time if we want. Hey, man. Hey, man. We run the show. Man, it's our show, dude. That's right. Remember when this homework started during lockdown because Mm. there there wasn't no new wrestling to watch. Lockdown. Countdown to lockdown. 
Thunderdome. Jay Briscoe, huh? How about it? Who else is going to... I know you ain't... I mean, come on. What, what am I going to say? Great Mood is my favorite wrestler after that fucking... <laughs> bye-bye. Oh, we didn't even talk about it. I enjoyed that. Talk. I enjoyed that show. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And... uh but great Kabuki, my God, when he came oh. shuffling out. Oh, no. Leave Kabuki. Was, let him let go. him stay at home, let dude. Let him go. You know, Kabuki. You know what he looked like? You ever see footage of like black and white TV from the early 60s when Kermit the Frog, like <laughs> <laughs> the first, first, he looked like first gen Kermit the Frog. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's what Kabuki yeah. looked like. Kabuki. Yeah, dude. Jay no, Briscoe, was, man. Come on. Of course it's Jay Briscoe. Fucking Hayabusa man. looked fucking sick, dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> what? I, what did I say? Hayabusa? Yeah. Who are you talking about? Not Hayabusa. Uh, what's his name? Hakushi. No, fucking. Oh, Hakushi. Hakushi. Uh, yeah, Hakushi. Yeah, um, I can't think of his fucking name now either. But yeah, yeah. And yeah. The contacts I could do without, but yes. Uh, they freaked you out. The addition of the contacts, not they necessarily. They freaked you out. So, uh, who's Akira? Uh, I don't know. I, I was not familiar with them. I, right. you know, I kind of looked him up, but I, before that, I wasn't really. Well, he was familiar. also impossible to Google, Google because all that comes up is Akira right. Tao. Right. And I was right, like, right. no, not him. Or Akira, the, the, uh, the movie. Thing, you know. Um. But, uh, no, I loved the the packages on that show were super good too. I thought that the the presentation was great. I thought that um you know, the Sting interviews was great. The the fact that they played Sting's old music was fun. I guess I didn't realize that the the announcers did such a great job and it reminded me of watching World Class where they like kind of keep explaining the same thing to you over and over again. Uh-huh. Um when Darby hit the ring the guy's like, and he paints his face half a skull because he's half dead after getting to a car accident with his uncle who was drunk driving when he was five. And I was like, I don't think I ever knew that. Or if I knew that, it was years ago and, and it's never been reiterated. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you know that? Um, I did know that, but I, but it's not something, you know. Uh, it, it never gets brought up. Right, 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 right. So it's just kind of, yeah, th- I think. I kind of go back and forth on those announcers for the Noah shows, but they did they did a good job, I thought, that night. Well, it's it's interesting too because I'm like, New Japan used to have like exclusively English speaking announcers, like the ring announcers. Mm. Um or at least for a while they did. Remember they had that like that weird, like yep. obnoxious NWA guy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but it was it was interesting. So 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 is that the last match or is he wrestling no, Naito? That, that was the end. Uh, I think you said this before. That was that was the last match of Great Muta. Now okay. Kejimuto will have his last match with Naito in the Tokyo. All right. Okay. All right. So that's how that goes. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> it was all right. It was pretty good. But yeah, no, of course. Jay Briscoe, favorite wrestler. Ugh, dude, we are, yeah. It's not cool. No. Nope, nope, nope. Anyway, where can the kids find you online? At Vince Averill on Twitter, Vince.Averill on Instagram, Monday Night Beers Podcast. McCarthy Redhead, we're, uh, 
Oh God, we're rapidly approaching uh, 115,000 followers on TikTok. Come get into it. What's we're, look- we're looking at VHS tapes, laser discs, goddamn DVDs, Blu-rays, fucking watching them, talking about them, chopping it up, having a real good time. Hey, check it out at McCarthy.head. Watch it with Matt and Glennis. Fridays, where we podcast. We just put up the, the last one a little bit late. We watched uh, Emily the Criminal. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I thought it was all right. Yeah. yeah it was. <laughs> she was amazing. But. <laughs> Any new patrons? Any I'm new afraid patrons? not. But those who are in know what's up because we're headed to San Antonio Friday early. The, the reports will begin to be filed. That's right. Early. <laughs> That's out the door in the in car. The car. All right. Well, we'll catch then. you on the, on the Q and a real quick. Okay. Okay.